Aloha and hello there again. I had a wonderful time with you yesterday. It was a very special day. Of course, it was the day that Lord has made. And no matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on in this world, it still does not take away from God's Word. And that's why we must decree and declare the Word of God that this is the day that He has made. And make a determination that you're going to be glad in it. Yesterday, I said, was truly amazing. We talked about the story of determination and the, the story of unity where people came together to help one another, to help a young man who was a paraplegic to get into the presence of God. You know, one of the things that I think about, and I, I, I still don't understand, y'all pray for me, is how when you go into a church and and you're right in the middle of praise and worship and you're worshiping God and someone walks in and they interrupt your worship so that they can give you a hug and let you know that they're there. Help me, pray for me. Um, but I think that we should help one another get into the presence. And if that means greeting them after praise and worship, after church, then so be it. Praise God. Okay, well, I don't know where that came Yes, I know where that came from. God is good. But anyway, I'm, I, we're going to continue talking about God's grace and His mercy. One of the things the Spirit of the Lord uploaded in my spirit this morning was Revelation 3, 11 through 13. Very powerful scripture. I, I've used the scripture before in one of my women's conferences and I started to say, oh no, I'm, I'm familiar with that scripture. But the Spirit of the Lord said, no, I need you to go here. And so here we go today and I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible. And verse 11, Revelation once again, 3, 11 says, I'm on my way. I'm coming soon. Keep a tight grip on what you have so that no one distracts you or steals your crown. This is the time, this is the day and age where we cannot allow anyone, anyone to steal our crown. That which God has given to us, that which God has pointed us in the direction of, don't let anyone steal your crown, my God. I'm going to read that one more time. He says, I'm on my way. I will be there soon. Now, soon is a relative word. You know, what does soon mean in the spirit of God? What does soon mean in, in, in faith? We know that faith is now. is soon a year from now, five years, a thousand years, 50 years from now. He says, but I am coming soon. Keep a tight grip on what you have. Keep, keep a tight grip on what God has given to you, the revelation that God has given to you, the promises that he's given to you, and let no one distract you. When you are on an assignment, don't let anything distract you. Be like a horse with blinders on. They wear blinders so that they are not distracted by things that are to the right or to the left. They are able to look straight ahead. They are able to focus in on their assignment, 
Are you focused on your assignment today? My God. God is so good. So keep a tight grip. Don't let anything or anyone distract you. But here's the thing. Let no one steal your crown. My God. You know, he has given us a crown. A crown of honor. A, a crown is a badge of honor. It's a crown of righteousness. That crown of righteousness symbolizes that you are in right standing with your heavenly father. And it's a crown of glory that will not fade away. Isn't that amazing? That, that is outstanding. It's a crown of glory that will not fade away. The glory of God will not fade away from your life. It is there. It is a promise that God has given to us as his children. A crown of glory that will not fade away. Now, we talk about I'm a glory carrier. I'm a glory carrier. But I want to decree and declare to you today that you are not just a glory carrier. You are a glory carrier of the crown that will not fade away. But you are a releaser of the glory of God because the glory of God is within you and it will come out of you as you begin to walk in his presence. My God. Verse 12 goes on and says, I will make each conqueror a pillar in the sanctuary of my God. Is that, that's, listen to that. I will make you a conqueror. See, a conqueror is one who overcomes. Or one who overcomes the obstacles. We talked about the obstacles yesterday with a young man who uh, his friends, four of his friends, had to carry him in so that they could get into the promises of God. But the door was jam-packed. They couldn't get in, so they had to climb to the highest peak so that they could drop him down. But before they did, they had to move the obstacles. They had to move all obstacles. And I asked, what are the obstacles in your life that will keep you from the promises of God? He said, I will make each conqueror a pillar in the sanctuary. Well, what is a pillar? A pillar is a strength. It's a staple. It's a support beam to hold things up. He said, I will make each conqueror a pillar. So are you a conqueror? Do you overcome the obstacles? Do you work? See, it, there's no me. There's no I. We are a team. We are the body of Christ that's working together. We are not standalone. You know, we cannot do this by ourselves. We must come together in unity. Unity meaning, you know, one to another. I am because you are. And you are because we are. And so we are a strength. We are pillars. We are strength. We will hold up the things of God. So verse 12, I can, once again, I'll read that. He said, I will meet, make each conqueror a pillar in the sanctuary of my God. A permanent position of honor. So when you become a conqueror, God himself will give you a permanent position. When it's permanent, oh my God, I wish I could show this to you. A little sidetrack. Um, one of my um, sons sent me a picture 
of his son who had marked himself with a permanent red marker. I'm like, oh my God. And it was permanent. I said, oh, we got to figure out a way to get this out off of him. I mean, all over his face, all over his arms and his body, a permanent marker. But you know, the permanent position of honor that God gives you, there's no soap that can remove it. There, there's no hand sanitizer that can remove it. There's no disc detergent that can remove it. It's permanent. Permanent means it's there to stay. But I hope God that they can get that permanent red marker off of him because that would be a sight for sore eyes. But a permanent position of honor that God will give you if you overcome, if you conquer the obstacles. We know that there's a scripture that says we can do all things, all things. There's nothing left out of all that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this is a time that we need strength, my God. And then it goes on and says, then I will write names, your names, I will write your names in the pillars and the name of my God and the name of my God's city, the name New Jerusalem come down out of heaven and a new name. Now, none of us know that new name, my God. We don't know it, but he will reveal it to us. It's written in a stone, a white stone. But in his time, it will be revealed to us. But verse 13, I want to, to, to bring this to you before, again, because this is very important. Verse 13, he says, are your ears awake? And so I ask you that question today. Are your ears awake? Are you hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying? Not your friends, not your mama, not your daddy, but are you hearing what the Spirit is saying to you? Are your ears awake? Does that, that means your ears can go to sleep. We need to wake up our ears. We need to wake up our ears because it's saying our ears are asleep. And we're not really hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. How do you wake up your ears? You first of all get the sin out of your life because if your ears are asleep, that means there's sin in your life. And when sin is your, in your life, you are not sensitive. You are not on the right frequency with God to be able to hear His voice. I know that there were times when I really was not praying like I should have been praying, my God, that I became dull of hearing. I couldn't really hear what the Spirit of the Lord was saying. And when you are dull of hearing and you can't hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, He can't warn you of things to come. That's why there are prophets out here in the earth that are not really hearing because they have their own impression they have their own ideas of what God is saying. And we need to correct that. He says, are your ears awake? Allow your ears to be awakened and be sensitive to the spirit of the living God. He said, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. So are you following the spirit of the living God? Or are you going to hear another voice? 
Are you sensitive? Are you on the right frequency? So when you remove the obstacles in your life, you become sensitive. You are not dull of the hearing. You can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And then it goes on to say, um, listen. And then it says again, listen. That lets me know it's very important, everyone, that we hear, that our ears wake up. And that we hear the spirit of the living God. Listen to the wind spirit. The spirit words. The spirit blowing through the church. What is the spirit saying blowing through the church? Now I know we're looking in Revelation. But you know that still applies today. What is the spirit of the Lord? What is the spirit of the Lord saying? Now I know that there's the prophetic flow that's flowing in churches and the ministers are, are, are ministering to, to the people because they want the people to hear. But this is the time that we need to learn to hear God for ourselves. Not that we become long rangers, not that you need a confirmation, but it's good that when God speaks to his children and you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, my God, and when you hear what he's saying, and you go somewhere else, and that same voice, that same sound, that same wind of the Holy Spirit is blowing. You say, yes, Daddy God, I hear you. And not only do I hear you, but I will obey you. My God, I thank you for those that are listening. John 3 and 8 says, for the Spirit, wind blows as it chooses. You cannot, you can hear its sound. You can hear the sound of the wind. You can see the effects of the wind. My God, but you don't know where it came from or where it's going. I talked about what dropped in my spirit when we talked about the, the, uh, the paraplegic that was dropped down and he was carried by four men. I said, wow, I, what dropped in my spirit was the four winds of the Holy Spirit. The four winds, your help comes from different direction. You don't know where it's coming from. That's why we have to believe and trust God. But to know that He is and He will send you help from different directions, the north, the south, the east, and the west. And it says, once again, for the Spirit wind blows as it chooses. You have no control over the Holy Spirit. You have no control as, as to which direction he's going to come in. Because he comes in the way that it, he chooses. The wind comes in the way that it chooses. You can hear it. You can hear the whistling sound. The whistling sound. I remember one time we were up in Aspen. And we were sitting out amongst the Aspen trees. What a beautiful sight. And the wind was blowing. And it was causing a whistling amongst the leaves in the trees. What a beautiful sound. So you can hear the effects of the wind. But you don't know which way it's coming until you see the effects of it. My God. You don't know where it came from or where it's coming. So it is within the heart of those who are spirit born. Are you spirit born? If you are spirit born then you can feel and see the effects of the Spirit of the living God. Wow, that is, that's rich, that's powerful. 
It, are you spirit born? He's asking you a question here in John 3 and 8. For those that are spirit born, you'll be able to know where it's going. You'll be able to hear the sound. And you know that the spirit wind blows as it chooses. My God. So are your ears awake this morning? Are your ears awake to what the spirit of the living God is? I, I, I encourage you yesterday, turn off the TV. Turn off the news. Now, you, you can listen to it if maybe in the afternoon or something. But they just repeat it over and over and over and over. The way we need to hear the word over and over and over. Whatever you're hearing is what you're going to be built up on. Are you going to be built up on the spirit of the living God, his word, his truth? You know, the word of God says that we inhale life and we exhale truth. Are they exhaling truth? Uh, is the spirit of the living God blowing on them? My God. So Revelation 3, 11 and 1. God is amazing. He says, I'm on my way and I'll be there soon. Keep a tight grip on what you have and let no one distract you. <clears throat> I asked you early last week, don't forget what matters. What matters? God's agape love. His unfailing love. His love that will always be there with you. Don't forget about his faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Don't forget what matters. What matters is God's agape love. My God. His love that never fails. He is the God that healeth thee. He said he would never leave us nor would he ever forsake us. I thank all those that are watching. Some of you, your names are familiar. Some have been on here with me before. Start a watch party. Share this with someone else. This is just meant to encourage you, to let you know that God is still God no matter what is going on. That we live in an era that we need to be spreading love and, and sharing stories of hope and encouragement. We had a young lady on last week who the doctor had told her to call her family in so she could say her goodbyes. And years later, she is still living. I think about Joel Osteen and his mother who the doctors wanted to give up hope on his mother and she had cancer. She is still living in her old age. And in our old age, those who are autumn individuals, the Word of God says, the Word of God says that He will not cast us off in our old age. So don't give up hope. Share your love with someone else. We talked about sharing the love of God. Um, being kind to one another. Be kind to your neighbors. Let them know that we serve a God of grace and mercy. I'll read this one more time before we close. And that is Revelation 3.11. I'm on my way and I'll be there soon. Keep a tight grip on what you have so no one distracts you. Don't let anyone distract you from the promises of God. Because the promises of God are yes 
and they are amen. Don't let anyone steal your crown. You know, it's worth fighting for. It's worth having determined self-determination. Be like David. David learned how to encourage himself within himself. Learn how to encourage yourself. And let me tell you, one of the greatest weapons that we have as a body of believers is learning how to worship God. You know, we know the enemy comes to attack our mind, attack our thoughts. But you know, two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. Don't let anyone steal your crown. Don't let anyone distract you. Begin to worship God, to praise Him. Let Him know what His worth is to you in your life and how much you love Him. His worship, your worship towards Him is letting Him know you are worth all of the praises that I can give to you. Remember, your crown is a badge of honor. We are crowned with loving kindness. He has crowned us with goodness. He has crowned us with righteousness. Remember, stay in right standing with God. Remember his promises, for they are yes and amen. And with this one, I'll leave you a crown of glory that fades not away. That crown of glory that he has crowned you with, my God, it will not fade away. It will stay with you forever and ever. Remember the spirit blows as it chooses. Amen. And the spirit of God is upon you. I love you and remember, aloha. God bless you.